Welcome to the second episode of the Abstract Garage podcast. Today I'll be doing an interview with Neve. Neve is an animator and is currently in her third year of studying animation at IADT. In this interview, I'll be asking her a little bit about what drew her to animation, what inspires her, and the animation process in general. Niamh, if you could tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm a third year animation student in IDT, going into fourth year soon, preparing for fourth year currently. So you're very busy then? Oh yeah, yeah, it's a bit hectic. I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing, but yeah, we're trying to develop our fourth year film and our thesis and like try to do all pre-production before next year so we can start production straight away. And what's that like then, working from home? Um, it's really difficult, um, especially programs-wise. We're meant to have virtual labs, but they don't work so well. So if you don't have access to Adobe yourself, if you're not paying for it, it's quite difficult to do that. And also, it's hard to get feedback properly over Zoom. And like, if you need a lecturer or tutor's help to like, you know, hands on, you're missing out on that. They can't just take control of your screen and. Yeah, that actually would be really frustrating as well. Even on their part, they can Yeah, yeah. Like they can take control through Zoom a little bit, or Teams even, sorry. Um, but it's not the same as just being able to like, you know, show you with a few clicks what you're doing wrong. So what drew you to animation? Um, well, when I first decided to do animation, I was in TY in school, so um, really it was, I was playing Uncharted at the time and I thought, this is great, love this, this is so much fun. I was looking at the concept art for the game and I was like, this is brilliant, people get paid for this, this is great. Because um, especially with that game, it has a huge storyline, like um, the storyline is just as important as like the game mechanics and, um, you know, playing the game, the story is like hugely important. So that like really drew me in. And like, I was always interested in art, but I didn't have a great interest in just like oil paint on plywood. Uh, I didn't have that interest in like just doing like still life, um, which is funny now, cause that's like all I paint in my downtime. But um, it was the story aspect of it that really drew me in. Film really, yeah. Yeah, cause even in school, that's not really what you focus on. There's such a big focus on traditional art. Yeah, exactly. And it's like such a focus on like image making. Like, you know, I was laughing, I was on a walk the other day and I was like looking around me, I was down the woods and I saw a fern and I was like laughing at myself because in sixth year I would have been like, oh, that's great. Now I'm going to go home now and draw a fern. <laughs> Just like this embodied fern. Why would I do that? No yeah. reason whatsoever other than I'm going to try try draw this fern really well. <laughs> yeah, I can see it, so I'm going to draw it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. Well, you're saying Uncharted inspired you um, to study animation, but are there any animators in particular that inspire you? Uh, actually, that's funny. I didn't get into watching animation that much until I became like an animator or started the course. It didn't really interest me. But it's also funny because even within the course, they don't like focus that much on animators it's just all filmmaking in general you just happen to be doing it through the medium of animation so it's not 
maybe in first year a little bit but after that not really it's actually hard to get your head around at first I remember being in first year and like you know being introduced to that concept that like you're a filmmaker first animator second kind of thing it's strange yeah I didn't realize that so I suppose this question might be a bit redundant then but how do you keep up with animation trends yeah that one was kind of um an interesting question I don't really know there's so many different things out there like yeah because like especially trends like mainstream and then like indie films are like completely different like Pixar versus like Cartoon Saloon even like to name like they're both two big studios you know obviously one a lot bigger than the other but uh, I suppose just watching shorts like from festivals like Dingle Festival was on today and yesterday and um, just watching shorts that come from there and like even Instagram like you can see what artists are doing and like what they're interested in but there's just a huge range like I don't know if it's even a- easy to pinpoint. Yeah so are there any animations that you've seen recently that have inspired you? I watched The Red Turtle recently by Studio Ghibli um, it was great actually it was really simple it was different from their other stuff really simple storytelling really true to life animation just like slow moving animation like really wide shots it was just like great in terms of framing and like really quiet animation if that makes sense it was really different from what they normally do which is like you know hugely fantastical um mythical kind of stuff and it's just really simple boiled down but it told like a really gorgeous story it was just fantastic and the the art in it was incredible just really soft, gentle animation. Watched uh, last night, uh, Calamity. Um, I'm not sure the studio name. I'll have to look it up. It's a studio in France that made it. I just watched it yesterday, actually, with the Dingle Festival, and it was fantastic. The art style was brilliant. It was like completely what I'm interested in right now. These really bright, oversaturated colors that, like, you know, the grass isn't green; it's blue, or like, you know, the the sky is green instead of blue as well, like the other way around. And it was just brilliant. Really, really gorgeous colors and like really soft the way the the colors were drawn just like soft outlines and like it wasn't like cell shaded per se it was great brilliant loved it I might have to watch those yeah it's great um so is it films like that that really influence your art style I think more so from a filmmaking perspective it teaches me a lot about like what a shot can tell you other than what's like happening in the shot like the angle or the composition like what that invokes in the viewer and like like often the the angle of the camera says a lot more than what's happening on screen um, and even the positioning of the characters so I think from that perspective definitely but um from like an art style I think I would get my inspiration from like uh just like pictures to life kind of thing um yeah just exploring painting for myself recently as well has been my biggest source. So in regard to production process, um, how do you go about that? So coming up with ideas, storyboarding? Uh, Well, I don't have a huge amount of experience doing that by myself just yet. And we made a film at the start of the first semester, or sorry, the end of the first semester, um, where I just followed the traditional pipeline of like idea, um, pre-production, production, post-production. So then there's like storyboarding, animatic, like traditional. But um, yeah, 
I don't have a huge amount of experience that way but if I was just doing something myself uh, I don't think I'd follow that as much like an animatic might be as important straight away I'd rather like you know compile a shot list first maybe or like yeah I don't know <laughs> so you're just talking about um doing an animation with a group what is group work like when you're animating because I can imagine it might be a bit hard to pull everything together when everyone has different styles yeah it was interesting um we had experience of that first this year um and I remember the first project we did it was quite difficult especially like it was the start of college online so that was extremely difficult anyway but for the most part I have actually really enjoyed it um, it's difficult like you know making sure everyone using the same brush size is using the right color like to a T and like making sure the line stabilization is the same like all those things are like you know kind of difficult to control when there's six different animators working on the one film um, but it's great also because you can take a step back in areas that you're not like as skilled in or like even you don't have an interest in doing and other people like would love to do it so it's great because you can just do what you want really when it comes down to it and you don't have to rely on your skills in every area like for example like I wouldn't have a clue with After Effects that much so like I can like take the back seat on that and let someone else do that and I'll do like keys and in between me. So it, it all comes together really. Seamless. Yeah yeah it does it really does. Yeah I think it's it's difficult enough to like make sure it's at the start it's difficult but once you have those things set out um, and everyone follows them it's, it's easy enough it's not too bad yeah so um you're talking about after effects there is that the only really software that would be involved or what other softwares would you use no it depends on what you're doing obviously but tv paint mostly is what i would use to animate most of my classmates as well um or if you're doing 3d it'd be maya um but then after that it would go to like after effects and then premiere last step and um, some other people would use some some other software like Blender or I use Clip Studio Paint a lot which is brilliant I love it it's my favorite software um, but for the most part those three things Premiere, After Effects and TV Paint. Interesting so do you, you draw on TV Paint do you? Yeah yeah um, I have a lot of grievances with TV Paint um, but it's the industry standard so I have to get over it <laughs> their brushes are terrible they're they're very limited but uh yeah it's straightforward enough once you know how to use it annoying that it's the industry standard I, suppose. I know it's like that or tomb boom and we only got licenses to tomb boom at the end of last year and I have no idea how to use it so because you're studying animation you obviously have lots of assignments um so do you think that time constraints related to projects limit or influence creativity? Definitely limit. I think it's a huge inhibitor completely. Because um, you are you have to get it done within the time they're giving you. Like we had to make a film in six weeks. So there's you have to come up with an idea. Whether you have one or not, you have to come up with one. So that's already, you're off to a bad start. Um, and then you have to take all the boxes, you know, to pass the module, you have to make sure you're hitting everything that they want you to do. Um, and because of the time constraint, you have no time to like play around. So like, you know, you have 
a shot and you've done it but you'd love to like mess around with it in After Effects and like try different filters or like all this stuff and you just can't you have to put a pin in it and move on to the next shot so you have to make sure that the overall piece gets done so I think it suffers then in the long run because you can't play around with it or have fun with it or get creative with it unless like you're really rigid and you know exactly what you're going to do starting off but there's no time for like going back after you've done a shot you can't just be like scrap that I'm doing this instead of this shot you just have to go with it so like it really does inhibit your creative process definitely yeah frustrating as well you know like having something done and not being happy with it but having spent hours doing it and not and knowing that you can't go back on it exactly yeah because like we made our first film ourselves here at the start of this year and like I hate it now I had six weeks I spent every hour of every day on it but like it came out not what I envisioned at the start because I was trying to make sure I was doing everything they were asking me to do so it really didn't come out how I wanted it to and I learned a lot mind you but um yeah definitely yeah you end up not liking it well that's not true for everyone but for me because I couldn't do I couldn't play around and discover what I wanted to do it wasn't that beneficial for me in a creative sense but in a technical sense definitely I have another question but I think you've answered it really there but do you have a least (laughs) favorite part of the animation process (laughs) well yeah the time constraint definitely but actually I would say there's a lot of different things going on with that because for me I hate post-production because I'm not that familiar with the programs I'm not sure what I can do with them or even if I did know I don't know how to do it um which I think is a huge fault because I wasn't interested in learning that so I kind of didn't didn't learn because I didn't want to and I have to go back and do that but um it's definitely something that I'm fearful of so I avoid it as much as possible and try to get everything done in my production pipeline instead of my post-production pipeline so that's like stressful for me definitely and um I try to avoid it which is impossible but um yeah it definitely comes in I think we can <laughs> end on a good note <laughs> so what has been the highlight of studying animation so far um I think the highlight would, for me would be the studio environment um working with so many other creative individuals is like hugely inspiring and like really lights a fire within you I think to be creative and to push yourself and go further because it's very easy to stay within your comfort zone and do what you're comfortable with but being in such a creative environment every day is like hugely inspiring and like it's very rare that you can be somewhere like that which like I really feel the effects of this year just being by myself at home like you miss the studio environment I think that's definitely the best the best part yeah cool thanks for coming on Neve. it was a pleasure having you and I wish you all the best in your further studies thank you I hope you enjoyed that interview and let me know what you think at my socials at abstractgarage underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for listening and make sure to look out for the next Abstract Garage podcast.